Good morning. Good afternoon. Who knows what time it is when you're listening to this just dumpster fire of a podcast, but this is Jesse Ziegler and Quinn Cody. And we're here at the climb Dakar rally daily. I have an announcement yesterday. We don't, we don't make fun of, or we don't, we make fun of ourselves a lot, but we don't give ourselves enough props. Yesterday was our 60th episode of Dakar rally daily. 60 episodes, 60 episodes since we've been doing this terrible idea. Yeah. This is three years, three Dakars. Yeah. We're three Dakars deep. That's a lot of stages, a lot of sand. We're still married. <laughs> we're still married, not Barely to each other. Just hanging on. Yeah, no. Not, wives, we're not married to each other yet. Our wives haven't <laughs> kicked us out of the house. No, but um, you know who's been there every year? Climb. Thanks, Climb. Dakar Rally Daily, brought to you by Climb. Yes. Good job, Climb. Climb. Thank you very great much. Great job for us. They are. They sent us some more aggressive meat snacks. So that's what I've been having for lunch. Right after the show gets done, I just have a bag of Climb beef jerky. Keeps me going. <laughs> First thing in the morning, 4.30 a.m., just grab a handful of beef jerky. Yeah, I need to go to the doctor soon, get a checkup. (laughs) You're getting to be that age. My jerky level's exceedingly high. Start checking you out. Yep. Anyway, today, stage 12 at the Dakar Rally is a banger. That's that's what they say. Yeah. It's a banger of a stage today. Crazy. Some of the the boys stepped up today. Yes. um, Pretty... Some pretty amazing rides. Pretty amazing numbers. From the front. That we get to go through in this show to sort of illustrate how impressive this race has come down to the wire and how all the rules have shaken out. I mean, and what has to happen for people to win basically tomorrow. Yep. It's this rally is coming down to stage thirteen. It's it's going to. Yes. It's all on the table tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be the deciding day for yep. sure. But I guess we should talk about what happened. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, we should. Today was a great day, especially for Nacho Cornejo on that Honda. He got the stage win, snuck in at the end, surprised everybody, I think, with fast time. Big day in the dunes, and Nacho came through with the win. Yeah, great great ride for Nacho. It was uh, cool to see him get up there and get a stage win. And, you know, he he hasn't done a whole lot this rally, so it was was nice to to get him in on on the box there. Yeah, we're big Nacho fans here. Not just nachos that I consume, but Nacho, the rally racer. We're also yes. fans of him. Yes. He did a great job. Uh, not quite as good, as impressive as Daniel Sanders did today, who started in second and finished second and ended up leading most of the day, passing um, Luciano, who led out the early part of the stage. And, you know, Daniel went out there, grabbed a massive bonus time, and just sent it through the dunes trying to make up as much time as possible. And he, he crushed it today. Yeah. Not a, not an easy thing to do to, to ride from the front and, and finish second. Um, he's an incredible talent and, and he really capitalized on, on the bonuses and yeah, he was able to, you know, I think it was a short enough stage that there was no refueling. So he was able to, you know, get out there and just disappear. Yeah. Basically just sent it out on his own and Followed the cap heading across these massive sand dunes in the empty quarter, which they're out of now. They're back in that dark hole of a bivouac, so communication is a little spotty, but we did get some really, really cool insight coming for you, so stay tuned. Um, Another epic ride of the day, and probably a deciding factor for this rally, was Toby Price's ride today. Yeah, third third on the stage, starting third, finishing third. Which is this is not what I expected of this stage. I expected to see these guys back 
a ways, you know, outside the top 10 and, yeah. and basically get ready to throw down for tomorrow. But mm -hmm. they hung it out. Yeah, they all did. <laughs> all the contenders did. Yep. Remember how tight the gap was. I think Toby had a 28 second or Skyler had a 28 second lead on Toby yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It, and now Toby Price has taken the overall lead. Yeah. 28 by, seconds. By 28 seconds. They so just flopped. They traded spots. Uh, Toby collected a minute and 18 seconds of bonus time today mm -hmm. for opening waypoints. So, you know, starting in third actually ended up uh, working in his favor. Right. He could get up there and grab a couple extra minutes on the stage. Well, not a couple, one extra minute. And this is going to be a trend. We're going to be talking about seconds <laughs> today, which is not what we're supposed to be doing at the you know, last couple stages of the Dakar rally. It's not usually into the seconds. No, we're talking minutes and, you know, sometimes hours at this point in the race. Yeah. So, yeah, but this one's really coming down to minutes and also seconds per kilometer. It can get that granular if you get down to it for tomorrow's results. Yeah, we'll get into that. We might if I can never focus and get into it. But hey, great ride by Toby's teammate today, Matthias Wachner, who in my personal fantasy picks, I've written off because he has let me down every day. But he pulled through, starting from 13th, made a big push and, you know, got in the top five, fourth place. Yeah, Matias had a good stage and, you know, maybe he's starting to feel a little bit better and, uh, yeah. you know, his wrist is maybe just going numb in a way. And <laughs> with the rest of, with the rest of his body yeah, and everybody else's everything body else here. Is, everything else is hurting more on his body than, than his wrist. So he's able his, to forget about it. Than his injury. Yeah. So yeah, good, good, good ride for, uh, Matias. Yep. Then our another general classification contender, Kevin Benavides. Yeah. Finishing Kevin, just behind him in fifth. Right. Which of course I picked him to win and he didn't. Uh, Kevin started 10th today, moved up into fifth in the general rankings on the stage. And he's still sitting in that podium spot. He's only two minutes out, people. Two minutes win. off the lead, but yep. really only 24 seconds behind Toby Price. Yeah. So he, he lost another 24 seconds to Toby. Today. But over a big dune stage like this, 24 seconds is, is really nothing. So It seems like nothing, but this year it's proving to be quite a bit. Like the first two are separated by 28 seconds. Yep. So this 24 seconds... We would normally ignore, but we might not be able to do that this year. And if you take away Toby's opening bonuses, then Kevin would have been a bit faster mm -hmm. on this stage, like um, you know, yeah. almost a minute faster. It's in, wild in to think time. of that so in race time. We I we think, have a we have a theory <laughs> that's proven that Kevin, if if there were no bonus times, Kevin would be blowing this rally apart. Yeah, know, I mean, you can say that, but. <laughs> Right. It the race it would have been a completely different race because the guys that were collecting these bonuses would have been starting further back. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah, been yeah. Opening stages, they wouldn't have, you know. So yeah. the race would have evolved completely different. It would have been a different these. animal. So you would can't have a different just, character. Yeah, you can't just blame it on the bonus because starting I, positions yeah. would have been shaken up and things would have been evolved much different. That makes sense, and I am not blaming things on bonuses. For the record, I love it. I think it's made this race amazing. Yes, it really has. So right behind him is our boy, Skylar House. Uh, he started in fourth and finished sixth today. We have a quote from him. He somehow got some service and sent it over to us. Um, he yeah. lost a little bit of time today, like we said, flip-flopped with Toby a little bit, and he missed out on bonus time. So that was really a big difference for him. Yeah, so Skylar is just sitting, you know, 28 seconds off the lead in the general classification, and he lost a little over a minute to Toby today. Mm -hmm. 
uh, when you tally things up. So he was he was two fifty four off the lead. So that's yeah, just just close fifty two fifty eight seconds behind Toby Price, basically. Yeah, this is something that we need to definitely explain. <clears throat> we're down in six seventh place, and we're still within two and a half minutes, almost three minutes on the stage. So the stage today was fast and not tricky navigation guys went fast and you know there wasn't a big time loss anywhere no no real no real time swing today i think the top 10 were within three and less than three minutes three and a half minutes so yeah really tight um, yeah just you know kind of not really uh i would say a more of a basic stage yeah and you know i think a lot of these fast dry lake beds and and some big dunes in between so Still, still potential to make some mistakes. We'll hear uh, from some riders about that. Um, right behind Skyler in seventh place, Pablo Quintanilla. Another Chilean in the top 10 on the Hondas. Those Honda Chileans, they're in the top 10. Good ride by Quintanilla. He started in fifth, so he only dropped a couple spots in overall today. Uh, Bueller, Sebastian Bueller on the hero bike. We're getting a hero in top 10 every year or every day. Every stage, really. Every yeah. stage, those guys have been battling back since, well, there was a couple stages <laughs> where they were hung out to dry for a while because they didn't have any gas, but they're coming back. Adrian Van Beveren, the Frenchman on the Honda team, ninth place, really good showing by Honda today, getting all their bikes stacked up there. Then Ross Branch, the Kalahari Ferrari, the Botswanan. Yep. Is that how you say it? Botswanan? Botswana? Botswana knee? Yeah, I don't know. Botswaner? I don't know. I'm not from Africa. Yeah, I had I had Ross picked for uh, for the win today. You thought he's going to get forward four this year, come swinging and, and yeah, uh, yeah, didn't didn't pull it off for me, but so, still yeah. still good ride for Ross and the hero. <laughs> yeah, we not their their contracts aren't dependent on our fantasy picks. And they should they should be there should be some fantasy pick. I bonus think time. Yeah, I think bonus money. I think race team managers are probably going to look at that this year and just be like, oh, you could have done you could have done better in my fantasy league, so. The bonuses are cut. <laughs> well, yeah, not, not, not likely. So uh, that's top know, 10, top 10. Uh, Pretty exciting. You know, looking down the order there, there's not a whole lot to talk about a uh, little bit further back, but Luciano Benavides, who, who led out the stage, if he finished in 12th today, um, you know, lost four, four twenty. Yeah. Four twenty so, with three minutes of bonus time. So really you're talking seven minutes. Mm -hmm. um, not that big of a loss for 12th spot on a dune stage like you said maybe it was a little little bit straightforward yeah and and further back down the down the order uh american jacob jacob Aguibright yeah finished, jake uh, 23rd on the stage kind of where he's been um, settling in and riding yeah. every day he's been in that high 20s almost almost breaking that top 20 kind of be his his spot for this rally um yep. you know i think he had some some pretty high hopes of you know cracking cracking the top 10 but uh you know, it's it's not as easy as it looks from the outside, and you can see, you know, a guy with with the speed of Jacob Aguirre, the you know, he's a national Heron Hound champion, yeah, and, you know, really really good rider, and you know, he's he's kind of settled into that to that twenty twenty five position there, and I'm sure the know, culture the culture shock of Dakar probably hit him pretty hard, and I can only imagine this is speculation because I have not been there, but I imagine there was a big culture shock, and then pace shock because these guys are ripping and yeah. the navigation on top of it and the logistics and all that stuff. But to be in the top 20 after, you know, crowdsourcing your own funds and 
yeah. coming out on the national hare and hound shoestring budget is pretty respectful and he's he's in it to finish it and he's going to learn a lot so yep. i don't think it's his last hurrah out there no absolutely great ride um we saw a little bit of a kind of unraveling of of mason klein yeah just a few days unfortunately uh we we have really no info on what happened with mason today about if he's dealing with some injuries or mm-hmm. he's you know just exhaustion we're, we're really not sure but but mason finished uh 42nd on the day and he lost a, a bit over 25 minutes so almost 26 minutes yeah as this race goes on it just wears people out where's everybody everybody's worn out at this point there's nobody that feels great yeah and And it's bumped to start tomorrow mason is still young and and you know it takes it takes a long time and a lot of years to figure your body out to figure out what you need as far as nutrition as far as the pace that you need to run for a for a long two two week long race yeah and you know just being young i mean he's gonna he's gonna make mistakes he's gonna learn from this and he's a great talent and for sure he'll be back and yeah, you know, better for the, everything. Yeah, the experience. The experience he absolutely. gave us some clues in his really short quote that we just robbed from the ASO yesterday. That you know he could barely keep his head up going down the dunes. So that fatigue from the crash and this the grueling stuff is is piling up. I mean, it piles up. You can't get out of that hole. You're just digging a hole every day more. And if you can't get up to the point where you can perform at the level you're performing at the beginning of the race, I mean, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, inevitable. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just, you know, you go into survival mode and now, you know, he's just yeah. trying to, he's just trying to get the thing to the finish and, and yep. he's trying to hang on to a, to a top 10 overall, yeah which would be, would be good. He's, he's right on the bubble as, as we look now, Mason sitting in 10th. Right. And he's just, he's 54 minutes off the lead. Um, so, you know. Hopefully he can he can hold on the next couple of days, maybe recover a little bit tonight, and, and hopefully yep. have a good stage tomorrow. Yeah, come in with some strong rides. Um, should we get into some quotes from our guys out there today? Yeah, I think so. Let's do it. Let's get into these guys. Um, starting off, I think we should probably talk to Daniel Sanders, who really got into a good finish, kind of recovering from some foreign objects in his arm and being sick and stuff like that. So here's Chucky. Oh was yeah pretty good i um started second and then caught luciano at like kilometer 60 or 50 40 something like this and then yeah i got to just open the rest of the, the stage and keep pushing so it was uh it was good fun i'm slowly getting a little bit better in the dunes getting back into the rhythm and yeah, it was good fun not too hot it was good to do some dunes and then you have a nice shot to rest and then get back into the dunes again and push so yeah it was a pretty good day yeah, not too good. It's uh, pretty painful today. Um, yeah, we'll go back and see if this, the thorn or the needle thing is coming out because today was pretty painful and it was really annoying going across the shots because all the vibration was like moving every time. So I was trying to push it back into the muscle because I think it's trying to come out. So it was. was yeah, I don't know. It's just a pain. So I don't know. We'll probably get it out today. I think it's. I tried to get to the rest of the the race but another two days with it it's not good it's not fun <laughs> yes it is uh, what to expect only two, two days more I mean three but yeah two days left is it is it tomorrow yeah um, yeah so tomorrow I don't know we see where we start hopefully back a bit and push and try and win it and then then the last day is reverse order so 
it doesn't matter if you win tomorrow, you, you start last in the bike, so all the lines and stuff are there. So, yeah, it'll be good fun. That the man, Daniel Sanders. Yep. He's got a foreign well, alien grown in his arm from a plant. Yeah, and, and one thing we know is that he's not going to be starting back tomorrow. No, not as much as he gonna thought, maybe. Starting up front? Yeah, he's going to be starting second. Yeah, so that didn't seem to slow him down today, though. No, <laughs> he started. He started second today too. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So he's he's a bad dude, and he's dealing with some, you know, some stuff. I mean, the, these thorns from these bushes. It. I. I mean, I've had them go in and and stay in for months, and, and they just you know, and then they fester and finally crawl kind of out find on their, their own. Way out. Yeah. Oh, so gross. hopefully, hopefully that thing works its way out, and he can you know get back to uh, his full potential. He talks about the shot and that's that dry lake bed thing um, out there in the course. And if you're not watching video highlights, I highly suggest you watch the last two days of video highlights. It looks made up this terrain. These sand dunes are coming in at super steep angles into just a big flat chunk of dirt. And that's surrounded by sand dunes. It's yeah. like a little lake just in the sand ancient, dunes. It's just dirt. Yeah. yeah. Ancient dry lake beds really in the middle of these sand dunes and it's it's incredible how this how this area has formed over you know millions of years and it's pretty wild yeah and these these dry lake beds you know the guys are going flat out uh, clearly they're they're right on the on the speed limiter probably most of the time mm. depending on uh, if it's packed or if it's soft or whatnot yeah it can um, be kind can, of soft and gooey or yeah so when they're sketchy. soft they can be a lot of load on the engine and the bike really won't pull much over you know 80 90 mile an hour mm -hmm. if they're hard packed you can be right up on the speed limit you know you can go 110 115 mile an hour if Jeez. you weren't limited by the uh new rules yeah <laughs> right uh next up let's hear from toby toby rode like an absolute animal today and really put himself in the overall lead yeah the empty quarters um delivered what it was said it was going to is uh, a lot of sand and uh, a lot of nothing out here so it's um yeah all in all it's been a, a good day um yeah i think the stage has been good for us at the moment we're second um, so i'm not sure who's one i think would have been daniel would have won the stage so um yeah we just try to keep a good smooth consistent pace and uh for what is now two days to go so it's not long do you think you, you've catch up sometimes on Skyrock today? Um, honestly, not too sure. I, uh, I just felt I pushed where I was comfortable, and um, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. So uh, at the end of the day, if it, if it works out in my favor, all well and good. If it doesn't, then um, I guess, yeah, we'll just kind of wait and see what uh, unfolds the race. So I think, yeah, trying to have a strategy for the race at this point in time, it's, uh, it's completely out the window. So... We're just going to stay on two wheels and, and stay healthy. And for tomorrow, push, push, push? Uh, yeah, probably for tomorrow, we, we try and push really hard because uh, then the last day is the reverse grid. So, um, yeah, we uh, need to try and see if we can make some really good time tomorrow. But uh, then again, yeah, you don't want to push too crazy and risk uh, an injury or, or being out of the race completely uh, this close to the finish line. So... Yeah, but other than that, we're, um, yeah, body feels good, bike is good, so, uh, yeah, it's just been a long two weeks. Maybe kind of kind of sketchy coming into these last couple stages and having to push so hard. We've, we've seen, last, like two years ago, people crashed out on that last stage, and last year even, I think. 
Yeah, it, you know, this is an, an absolutely heroic ride by Toby Price to yeah. to start third and and finish third on the stage and make up time on general classification time. And well, yeah, more importantly to, on Skylar House. Yeah. Who who started behind Toby? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he put it basically fifty four seconds on Skyler today, mm-hmm. and unbelievable. And, and this really shows that like these guys are the the top of the top. These three that are yeah that are battling for the general classification. You know they none of them have won a stage yet. Right. They've all been finishing pretty consistently in the top five, top seven, right in that range. And but when when it comes time to to pull it out all three of them can can really pull it out and and they they did it today yeah all all eyes are going to be on them tomorrow it's going to come down to toby skyler kevin and how they stack up those numbers tomorrow and all three of those guys can put down a serious pace for 180k (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just mind-blowing that (laughs) <laughs> this is this race is going to come down to to stage thirteen and in these three riders. It's like made made for entertainment. It's perfect. Let's hear from Skyler. Skyler sent us a direct quote. Finally got him uh, back into some cell phone coverage and you know yeah, out of the like bivouac tent. He stole a little bit of internet somewhere and and was able to get a message through. Nice job, Skyler. Hacking hacking the system. We like it. Here's Skyler after stage twelve. Hey, dude. Sorry. Uh for the lack of responses, I haven't had service in the last few days. Uh, I got a little bit of service there at the start of the special and just here and there parts. So I'm going to record this in hopes that uh, next time I get service, it sends to you. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I guess I haven't talked to you for a while. Um, last stages here in the empty quarter have been, as you can imagine, just some pretty big dunes and uh some chots which are like lake beds i guess uh you would call them um pretty physically demanding but the navigation is is straightforward uh you just have to push in the dunes um stages went more or less okay for me i got stuck in the dunes a few times on each stage which slowed me down a bit um but otherwise you know consistently put me in good starting positions so uh, oh yeah, over the course of the last few stages, more or less has been the same. Like, I tried to put myself in a good starting position heading into the marathon stage, and then tried to manage that. And now heading into the last like final dune push, uh, I'm in six, which is an excellent starting position. And then the last stage is reverse starting order from overall classification. So more or less, I'll start at the back, and then that one's supposed to be pretty straightforward. More or less, just like a. Uh, uh like a parade into the finish but still a stage so it still counts so yeah we're only separated by seconds all the way into the into the race which is crazy but yeah i'm having a bunch of fun got a little bit of a cold going on right now so a little bit you know stuffed up but not gonna slow us down so gonna push through it and yeah hopefully i get some more service and i'll talk to you guys uh talk to you soon Wow. Wow. Thanks, Skylar. Awesome. <laughs> awesome stuff. <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still crazy. I'm just at, at awe. And, and I mean, in awe, it, it, it's, it's hard to look any further back in the race because yeah. this top three is so close that it's like, we don't really care what's going on behind these guys. Yeah, we've we've given honest. up. 
we're just we're just focusing on the top winners. They only and they're the only ones that matter, <laughs> which is unfair because everybody else is going through the same brutal fight. Such a good race! It's such a good race in the top three. So let's give you overall top ten coming into the you know, really deciding stage thirteen. Lucky thirteen for somebody. Unlucky thirteen for somebody else. Toby Price is leading. You know he's he's creeping ahead of Skyler, twenty eight seconds ahead of him, and then Kevin is right there, two minutes and forty seconds out lead. So really, you got two and a half minutes separating second and third and first. They're all covered by two and a half minutes. Yeah, the two you know Red Bull Factory KTM's first and third, the Husqvarna Factory Racing Skyler House in second. Yep. Um, you know these three, it's it's like you said, it's two minutes and forty seconds. It's super tight. It's wild. Um, Looking back at fourth in the general classification is Monster Energy Honda team Pablo Quintanilla. Yeah. 14 minutes and 54 seconds. Which isn't that much time to be in third. At a normal, at a normal Dakar, we would be going, oh man, yeah, 14 minutes. This could be, it could happen. Could be close. Could be tough tomorrow. But, um, you know, the, the consistency and the strength that, that Toby and Skyler and Kevin have been showing is, is incredible and and you know the the Honda boys that are sitting in fourth and fifth they seems like they just haven't been able to really make a make up any time on these guys. Yeah, they haven't had the consistency every day that these top three have had. You know, they've they've had some breakout rides and won some stages, but they haven't had that always their time. Yeah, and they've been management. consistently 10 15 minutes back from these guys yeah so that's that's their consistency right now <laughs> they've been consistent they haven't had any big mistakes but there's not not up at the pace so monster energy honda four five quintanian van beveren and then finally we get skylar's teammate benavides luciano benavides in sixth and yep. that's where we hit the 20 minute mark that's how far luciano is out he's 20 minutes yep. out and luciano is he's he's uh made up some ground. He was sitting outside the top 10 just a couple stages ago and he started knocking off stage wins, got, you know, three stage wins just right basically in a row. Yeah. He's looking and for that. He's looking for that podium finish, man. He's trying to go up there and knock his brother off, but he's got too, too many minutes to gain. And he's also got Daniel Sanders just three seconds behind him in the general classification. So the battle for, which is another incredible sixth. comeback. Yeah. Really the battle for top five. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I think Sanders could potentially end up in the top five by the end of this thing. Yeah. Especially after his ride today, starting second and, you know, almost winning the stage. So he could do that same thing tomorrow, leapfrog a couple more of these guys that don't have that strong of a ride and really be there. Yep. Then, uh, Cornejo, Nacho Cornejo's he's in eighth place after Sanders, another three minutes out of that. So we were 23 minutes behind the lead. Yeah, and and this you know from from eighth to you know fifth is is a pretty tight race. Still Again, remarkably you know. remarkably close. Yeah, so we can see a little bit of a shakeup in this in this eighth to fifth range for sure. These these positions are going to flip flop a little bit. Yep, and, and the only thing that's going to happen past this is if people keep having bad days and losing a lot of time, they'll just fall down the rankings. Yeah, or. Yeah. You know, they can move up due to mechanicals or crashes True. or what whatnot in the front. Yep. Um, ninth place, Matias Wagner, right behind Nacho. He's 20 minutes behind Nacho, so that puts him almost 45 minutes out of the lead. Yeah. So, you know, these guys are getting out of reach, but, you know, mm -hmm. barring some some disaster. Yep. Uh, Mason Klein is, is sitting in 10th 
Yep. He's right on the bubble there, 10th place. He's got about a five-minute, seven-minute cushion to 11th place over Luciano Santolino. Lorenzo Santolino on the show. Lorenzo. Luciano Lorenzo. Yep. Dang it. So hopefully Mason, you know, doesn't have another rough day tomorrow and he can he can hold on to this to this top ten finish. I think that's that's important for him just mentally yeah. to, you know, not not fall out of the top ten in the last days. The bonus time. Yes. And average finish time. We should talk a little bit about how that's really shaping into the overall race and how important the bonus time has become for most people. Um, and interestingly, one of the contenders has zero bonus time. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about this, you know, before, but, but Kevin Benavides who he's collected no bonus time, no bonus time, no stage wins. Yep. And then you have Skylar house who's sitting second in the general and he's collected 12 minutes and 37 seconds of bonus time. He's the bonus time leader in the whole race. He has more than anybody. Yeah. And Toby Price is has about six and a half minutes of bonus time. Now the overall leader. Yeah. But what, what gets more interesting is going into tomorrow's stage. Yes. And the if potential you, to gain bonus time versus, you know, the potential to make time on the ground. Mm-hmm. And really what, what we're seeing is is Toby Price and Daniel Sanders both have potential to, to collect time bonuses tomorrow. Yep, they're starting second and third on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skylar Howe is now starting in sixth. Um, you probably won't be able to catch up. It's going to be physically. Tough. So that the, only the top three have the potential to collect bonus time, and it's it's one and a half seconds per kilometer for the first rider to open the waypoint, mm-hmm. uh, then one second per kilometer for the second rider, and half a second per kilometer for the third rider. And those are awarded at consider them imaginary finish lines at waypoints along the way of the course yep. up to 200 K or the first refueling tomorrow. There's no refueling. It's 185 kilometers. It'll be from the start of the stage to the end of the stage. They'll be awarding bonus points in that structure, but they award them at each of the waypoints. And basically if you cross that waypoint first, you get that distance of bonus time calculated by 1.5. If you're in first by one, if you're in second by half a second, if you're in third. Exactly. So it sounds like I know what I'm doing and I can make sense of that, but I have to physically write this down every stage or else it confuses me. Right. So, so we've done the math for you. What, what gets even more interesting is you have Toby price sitting in third. If he stays in third physically for the entire stage, he'll collect three minutes of bonus time. Right. Now you have Scott, you have Kevin Benavides who's starting six minutes behind Toby because there's three minute gaps. Yeah. So Kevin has the potential to make up six minutes if he physically catches Toby Price before the end of the 185 kilometer special. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you have Skylar Howes who's starting nine minutes behind Toby. Yeah. He's has the potential to make up nine minutes if he catches him physically. I doubt that will happen in mm-hmm. 185 kilometers of, right. of dunes. I don't see that happening, but maybe he can put a dent in it. Mm-hmm. Chip away but at now it. Toby has this bonus time as insurance. Yeah. The other thing Toby Price has is he has Daniel Sanders, his teammate starting in front of him. Yeah. So if in country well, mate, not teammate, country Sorry. mate, Sanders is on the gas gas. Yeah. But Sanders doesn't Toby's have a teammate. Team. Sanders is running solo. Yeah. He's going to pull the Australian These card. These guys maybe. are friends, they're team, they're countrymen, you know, yeah. fellow Aussies. So if 
I know Sanders wants to win stages, but yeah, if these two have a discussion and Sanders decides to hold up a little bit for Toby and just let him buy, give him the opening bonuses, maybe they catch Nacho, then that's a little bit more insurance for Toby. He can collect these time bonuses and maybe open the gap between himself, Skylar Howes, and Kevin Benavides. Because it's going, going to come down. Because it's coming down to seconds. It's it only is. 28 seconds now. So if he can gain one and a half seconds for a kilometer versus one second per kilometer, that could make a difference in this race for yeah. the win. Absolutely. And, and depending on how bananas. long it takes Sanders and Price to catch Nacho mm, opening right. the stage, right. because they're going to have his tracks to follow. Yep. So if they catch him in the first, you know, 50, 60 kilometers, mm. then they're going to have to open the, the track. Yeah. So they'll be collecting bonus time. Skylar Hallows and Kevin Benavides will have a few tracks in front of them. So they'll be able to just ride yeah. full gas and, and make up a little bit of time in theory. In theory. But that didn't happen today. I mean, no. Daniel started second, passed Luciano, and didn't lose. <laughs> he just sailed away. And Toby started third and didn't. the guys in sixth place didn't catch Toby today. Right. If you look at today's stage as to what could potentially happen tomorrow... You know, Toby walks away with more time on Skyler at the end of the day tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And what we're seeing tomorrow is is it looks like it's eighty four percent sand dunes. So it's not all big dunes out in the middle of nowhere. It's going to be mostly dunes, but yeah, that's there's pretty much all dunes. Eighty five percent. And yesterday we saw it was fifty percent shot dry lake bed and forty percent dunes. Or 50% oh wow! Dunes. So it's going to so, be. Heavy dune yeah, Stage 12 today, today's stage was, I would say those, those dry lake beds maybe reduced the chances of guys being able to make up as much time. And that's, that's why, why that time gap it. between the top 10 was only two minutes. Exactly. Gotcha. So tomorrow, 84% dunes. Wow. There's a little bit of soil. There's 10% of dirt. So it's a chance there could be some tricky navigation in there. Yep. Uh, only 4% shot or dry lake bed so only four percent rest yeah it's 80 86 percent hard work four percent rest <laughs> and then ten percent uh maybe some tricky navigation just to fry your brain one last time yeah so that's that's the breakdown on tomorrow and kind what of a brutal what stage to be set possibly dude. gonna happen and i have no idea who to pick for tomorrow i <laughs> no have the slightest way. clue i if i had to pick a winner i would pick somebody in the top five yeah. <laughs> I'm really stepping out on a limb there. <laughs> this is how deep my analysis and my predictions get. Right. And, you know, I think uh, oh, dude. We, we've been struggling getting, getting a hold of, of people in the bivouac. The, they're basically at a, in a service internet blackout. Yeah. It's so, just edge of nowhere out there. But our, our man, Ashley, Ashley House, man Ash, on the ground. He is the coming through hard. of Dakar. He is coming through clutch and just manipulating the ASO's internet access for our benefit. And I love it. He's using his access to dominate it. This is great. This is how we do things around here. And we sent him on a mission today. Yeah. Sent him to, to track down Stefan Huber, who's the technical director of uh, KTM gas, gas Husqvarna team. At this point in the race, you're in charge of all technical things on the rally bikes. Yes, this you man are sweating. Is, he's he's under some stress, right? <laughs> you are waiting for nothing to happen. That's the best thing in your life is if nothing happens. And it's like 
you got to know what these bikes are going through in your brain. Yeah. You have the top three bikes, you know, <laughs> basically the same, the same engine package, the same, same power pack. So, you know, if, if they start having problems with one, there's a good chance that the other ones are going to have problems too. I so. would be a mess. Let's hear from him. Let's see how he's handling the pressure of being in charge of making sure these bikes succeed. <laughs> that sounds so terrible. Okay, Stefan, tell us uh, tell us about today, how the how it went for you. I mean, pretty good second, third, fourth, I think, on the on the stage and the second half of the marathon stage. Yeah, only one bike is back till now, but looks like not so bad for us. Uh, bikes are in good shape, uh, riders are in good shape, but you know, it's two more days to go and everything can happen. We've just had the marathon stage. Now we've obviously finished that, but we've still got uh, two more to go. Can you tell us how important the durability is of the bikes, of the engine, and how you manage that over a marathon stage especially? Uh, actually, that marathon stage is not really hard for us. I mean, this is like Abu Dhabi stage, like in the race, like Abu Dhabi, there's a challenge we have. Uh, this is not really hard for the bike, it's, but still everything can happen because it's like... Wow, we did so many hours already, even on the road sections. Wow, it's it's long. The race is long, and but we did a long long test before this race, so we are really positive to go through like this. When the when the when the rally race is so long, because it's super super long this year, what additional uh, demands and complications does that make for you, for the mechanics, and for the bikes themselves? Actually, this year is quite crazy with the rain cold um, people are like you know in the morning everybody's freezing the riders are freezing on the on the road section some guys are from you know like the Benavides guys are from Argentina they are not they don't like the cold at all so um, yeah the cold is is, is is crazy this year just, didn't have that years like the last years here uh, and so, of the of the guys that you've got in contention, Toby's now leading uh, overall. Obviously, Kevin's there as well, and Skyler's in between the two of them. How do you see the rest of this Dakar going? How do you see the overall? One, two, three, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's, you know, these three guys are are so close, so everything can happen. As long as the other guys not coming closer, I'm happy. Um, I know what it's. I know what it needs. If they, if one of them is going to win or who's going to win, but tell tell me what are the possibilities that could go wrong? What are the things you need to to watch out for in the next two days? You know, it's 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 a mechanical, uh, you know, uh, sport. In Formula One, uh, engines are blowing up. So we are here in the desert doing crazy things with engines and all. You know going through water like three days ago and anything can happen so yeah anything <laughs> brilliant thank you very much for your time man and of course this is so much a better sport than formula one anyway <laughs> thank you <laughs> cheers man thank you very much man that's that's cool thank you ashley house again for that and thank you stefan for giving us some insight into what it, <laughs> the pressure cooker he's 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 being pretty cool but you can tell he was like the road miles they're putting on these things are big and the rain water they've gone through big. Yeah. 
but also hey, anything can happen. I mean, that's, that's something we don't, we don't really, we haven't talked about, but yeah, the water, I mean, the, the yeah. corrosion, you know, getting, getting stuff inside the electrical connections and even sucking water through the engine. I mean, when you, when you suck water through a hot engine, cold water into a hot engine, it causes, it causes issues. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can see failures from that, uh, early fatigue. So, you know, Stefan, he's, a uh, you know, he's a very experienced guy. He's been around rally for a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I've known him for, for close to 20 years now. And, uh, you know, he, he, he's an incredibly organized and, you know, really, really smart guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's cool to see how far these bikes have come. Yeah. No know, kidding. From, from the 690 days. I mean, you know, Stefan was back back in the old generation 690 when he started mm-hmm. and so you know he's basically been responsible for the development of the bike for the last 15 years he knows that bike inside and out he doesn't sound too stressed out but he's also very realistic he says hey <laughs> i love his formula one code he goes they they blow up engines in formula one and they're just riding on a road yeah we're we're going across saudi arabia <laughs> and, and what, what am i supposed to predict what's going to go wrong hopefully nothing Yes, Hopefully this nothing. is like anything can though. Two or three seasons of Formula One, maybe five. Off road. Off road. Off road Formula One. Uh pretty exciting. <laughs> His quote about the top three was the best. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna I don't win? Care. I don't care. Sounds like one, two, three to me. Sounds like we we're winning every position <laughs> on the KTM group bikes. Uh, yes. <laughs> that was classic. Yeah, I mean, a- incredible job from from where they were last year with the development of the new bike. Yeah. And the struggles that, you know, I was, I was involved in some of the early development and testing. And I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. There was, there was some struggles. There's some apprehension guys, not sure. Yeah. Um, you know, not really a lot not, of confidence, not gelling with the bike. Yeah. So from, from last year, from 2020, really when the development was happening to now, it's, yeah. it's a incredible step forward. So these guys have done it a great job getting this bike ready and getting the guys confident on the new bike yeah and hopefully getting to the finish line in one piece but anything can happen yes it can. it's stressful it's stressful yeah he doesn't sound like it because he's a cool cucumber but i'd be a hot mess <laughs> i wouldn't talk to anybody i'd be in like my tent shivering <laughs> i don't want to talk to anybody yeah and, and ashley said that wasn't an easy quote to get he had to he had to work on stefan to get that so he had to corner him chase him down <laughs> And then hack into the ASO internet access and send it to us. All right. All right. Well, um, should we, should we look a little further back? And yeah. Let's get into another class. Our, uh, our originals by Motul. Yep. They, the warriors. They're battling it out. Um, you know, we, it, if you listened to yesterday, you heard, we had a, a quote from Paul Neff in the hospital and yes. you know, it was a real, real bummer kind of, you know, having Paul go out of the race with an injury and, you know, he's currently in the hospital, um, over in Saudi Arabia. Uh, he's right now they're working on getting him back. Um, you know, we don't have a whole lot of details on what, what it's going to entail and how long before he can travel. But, you know, we've had a lot of people reaching out on social media and stuff and asking if they can help, if there's anything they can do to donate or whatever. And, we don't, we don't really know the situation. We don't know, you know, his insurance situation and whatnot, but, um, if you do want to help, you can go to the American rally original site and they have their GoFundMe set up. And I think, you know, if you want to donate something, there's, 
you can go there and they can they know, they can manage it and funnel it because exactly. they already did that to get those guys over there. Also, if you have any questions, you know, hit those guys up on Instagram or through their website or any of the racers through Instagram. I'm sure they're yep. coordinating like a you know badass team they are to get everything handled, and you know we'll keep you updated as well as soon as we hear any more information if there's anything specific you can do but i think yeah hit that hit that epic team american rally originals website up and, yeah you know, check them out and, and them paul's out. wife is there now she's she's traveled to to saudi and so yeah. she's there with him and so he's not just alone in yeah. in saudi arabia yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to figure out how to get home so yep i'm confident that they're going to handle a, a way home for paul and you know we'll uh we'll get him back and hopefully get him all healed up yeah good get Paul back on the program. I mean, he's still inspiring people. I had a lot of people from his quotes yesterday, just be like, man, that guy's still like inspiring. He's just, his, his character is so strong still, even though when he's down and out and, you know, I just hope that Paul realizes that and hears that and gets pumped by it, gets motivated to get it, get out of there. That's right. Uh, in the class, the original by Motul class, we, we have got, a, we got a race. We got a real race, a real race for these guys, for the top position. Yeah. Nearly as, as close as the as the general classification in the yeah. in the main class. And if you remember a couple of days ago, we had a little drama because Sharan Moore, who was leading the race division for a long time, had to swap his engine on his own. Yeah. And had to calculate out, hey, I got 20 minute lead. I'll take a 15 minute penalty. I'll still have five and a half minutes or whatever it is going in. And Javi Vega took advantage of that gap closing threw down the last couple of days. Yeah. And I think Sharan had a little, uh, maybe a little bit more mechanical trouble on the marathon stage. And yeah. maybe it was something to do with uh, his engine swap in the, in the bivouac. Oh, but... I can imagine if I did an engine swap, what would happen <laughs> the next couple of days? I'd be like, I forgot to connect that. Look at all these parts I have left over. Yeah. So right now you look at the, the top two overall in the original by Motul class, Javi Vega's leading and by, two minutes and 36 seconds over Sharon Moore, which is not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot for 5,000 kilometers of racing. Oh, and that's the last thing you want to be doing <laughs> as an original on stage 13 is racing with some having, guy, having racing with another original that you've <laughs> slept next to and probably know too well at this point. You probably are too familiar with all the rest of these competitors at this point. So, um, yeah, yes. Avi and Sharan are duking it out at the top of that class yeah and our man ashley came through clutch once again and got us uh javi and shran quote more discussion yeah. interview yeah put these guys on the mic together head to head get some smack talk going get some drama building up in this class ashley house is on the case if you have something you need you you call ashley and he gets the people on the mic here's Sharan Moore, Javi Vega, heading into the deciding stage. Original by Multool class. The Gladiators. Let's hear it. Okay, hi, Queen. Hi, Jesse. I'm here with Sharon Moore and Javi Vega. Two minutes between them now on the original by Motul. Let's start with Javi. Tell us about today's stage, Javi. You caught up with Sharon, overtook him yesterday in the overall. What happened today? Wow, today is, is, is crazy, it's in the empty quarter today, and I'm very slowly <laughs> in the dunes. She, she, she rides very, he rides very, very good and smooth, <laughs> with very flow, style. 
And uh, Sharon, you prefer the you prefer the sand maybe a bit more than Javi does. Did you feel like you were right on top of it today? Yeah, I just I'm just happy I had a clean day. The, the past two stages have been brutal. I've had engine problems and radiator problems, so to to make it through a stage clean felt incredible. And do you, are both your bikes okay? And are both your bodies okay? Yeah. <laughs> my, Man, bo- my, my body is strong. My bike, 50 50. No, 50 50. No, doesn't work. But he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I know you guys ride together sometimes in the, in the sand as well, sometimes wherever you are, you're riding together. Does that help spur each other on and motivate you, or is the motivation just to win? I don't think the motivation's to win. It's it's Dakar. There's so much more to it than just winning. Um, you know, you've got the camaraderie, the team, the the people, the the vibe, and and all the struggles and the strife as well. So, you know, just to make it to the end is winning, um, and to make it to the end with friends and and that, I think that's even better. So, yeah, yeah. come hella high water, we'll be at the finish line and we'll be celebrating together. Yeah, this is my fifth Dakar, but this is my first Dakar alone. Okay. The other is with yeah. my girlfriend. Okay. And it's very different. Yeah. <laughs> Do you miss her? Uh, <laughs> I think I prefer with with she, okay. with Sarah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's more adventure. Yes. Yeah. Is, that, is that why you two guys have been sharing a tent? Hey, how did you know? <laughs> Yami's got beautiful hair. <laughs> um, now, both of you have moustaches. Yeah. Skylar has a moustache. Yeah. Toby's got facial hair. Yeah. Even Kevin a little bit. Is yeah. there something to do with facial hair that makes you perform at a higher level on the Dakar, Javi? It's only for the flow. <laughs> <laughs> the moustache flow. Okay. Good stuff. Good luck tomorrow, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very Thank much. You. Cool, Javi. Yeah, great stuff. You can hear the the camaraderie in that in that battle. <laughs> yes, I love it. They they're not taking it too serious, and they know that they're they're just both scrapping it out. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And and you heard Javi Vega talk about his girlfriend, and his yeah. girlfriend Sarah Garcia is an animal, and she's done yeah. several Dakar's with with Javi riding together, spending you know yeah. the entire day riding together, and you know taking part in this thing. So this is, I think, Javi's first time on his own. Yeah, he's probably feeling a little lonely out there. Luckily, he found somebody to race against. Yeah, he's keeping it really close. Sharan to keep him warm at night. And <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah, it great gets stuff. cold out there in the desert. Thank you, thank you, Ashley, and you can you can check him out on on social media. It's Ashley presents. Yeah, and uh, here good his. dude does a lot of different sports, and you yeah, know, but it seems like we have a Dakar has got its hooks into him, and he's a. Uh, He's there. And we're, we have our hooks into him. Yep. We're not letting him go. Ashley, you're our official correspondent. Welcome to the team. Love it. Welcome to the team. Um, getting into tomorrow's stuff a little more. We already, we already teased the stage, 185K. Yes. After that day, a couple of guys mentioned reverse starting order. So they're going to, if you go to stage 14, which is the last day going into the finish line, mm-hmm. it flips everybody backwards. So really, you have no risk leading out. Yeah, that day because you're going to start in the back. So like you can tomorrow again another you know incentive just to the pin most it wide. interesting thing about this last day is going to be hopefully we're going to see Mo Hart leading the rally overall oh, from yes from last motorcycle on the road to first motorcycle on the road. That could happen. He could be he would be the first out. <laughs> hey, this oh, is cool. That's great. This for is Mo. cool. 
American Rally original Mo Hart still still in this thing. He's going to do it. He's going to be the first American to finish that uh, rally. And then Peter Velk. Not really. Yeah. Peter is actually, we'll, we'll back up to Peter. Yeah. Be higher placing than, uh, yep. than Mo, but you know, he's, uh, he's still in it and yep. he's, he's doing great. Um, Peter's in, uh, eighth place overall top 10 in nice the, job. in the, yeah, in, in the, the original, in the original, original class tool and, and Mo Hart finished, uh, the day today, it looks like, uh, took him about four hours and 20 minutes. And, uh, you know, really he's only a couple hours off, off the lead time of, of Javi Vega. And, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, uh, pretty cool. Actually that's on the stage. Yeah. Two stage hours, two hours behind Javi Vega. Two hours on the stage. behind so, on the stage. There's and, a lot uh, of hours on these original by Multools time. Like, I mean, Morrison's, Total race time is almost 80 hours. Yeah. 78 hours. Yeah. And he's got, you know, 30 hours of penalties, which is not a common, like most of these guys in this class have tens of hours of penalties. He's not, he doesn't have the most hours of penalties. <laughs> no, I think he's maybe only missed a few waypoints and yeah. Had to limp a bike in who knows what, at some point in the day you miss waypoint. You're just like, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I'm going home. Yeah. They just want the quickest way in. Just give me the quickest road spend, back to camp. I'm going to spend time looking for waypoints out there. I have to change my own air filter when I get back. So I am out of here. <laughs> so shout out Very to Mohart. Cool. Yeah. And Peter Velk. You know, you look at it and, and Toby Price right now is, is there at about 40 hours of racing? Man. over, you know, 40 hours and 47 minutes. So Mo, by the end of this thing, Mo will have ridden twice as many hours as, as Toby Price. He's getting his money's worth. Yes, he is. Getting two Dakars in. That's only race time though. That's not those liaisons, commute times. Long, like if you're if you're liaisons. calculating in your brain how many hours are on these bikes. Yeah. It's a lot. Yep. It's a lot of hours in a condensed time. <laughs> wild, wild. Wild, wild. And tomorrow sure. we have a big liaison. At oh, the end why of would the they day. why would they do that to these poor guys? It's brutal. They're so, so mean, the French. <laughs> like I said, it's this sadistic sadistic french uh way they they love to watch people suffer and make a sport out of it well they have done a great job of that this year yes it is so epic race 153 kilometer stage tomorrow okay with a 511 kilometer liaison stage at the end just to cruise you home for you know yeah 400 miles yeah no big deal that's brutal that's a lot of wear and tear on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention the race part. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time we've seen bikes fail on the liaison stage. Or people. To get towed in and yeah, yeah, or crashes. And, and it, I think they're going to be heading back, you know, towards some more populated areas. And, oh, you know, and the traffic, traffic and all that chaos. Yeah. yeah. So. Not good. Not now good that we've got boys. that out of the way. Yeah. Let's get down to that. This racing, this racing crap. We can talk. We can talk Dakar Fantasy Derby. Yeah, the real race. Yes, and stage twelve. We've talked about this guy before. Owen. Owen. We found out where from he's Jersey. From. We found out where Jersey is. It's not New Jersey. No, it's, it's old Jersey. It's really old. It's it's actually a, a British occupied island, which makes sense because they love occupying things in islands. Yes. British should have a <laughs> reputation for occupying stuff, but 
Great job, Owen. Um, job. I can't even count how many positions he got paid for. It's a, it's, I don't know, fifty. No, and and Raddick is already making excuses this morning. He's because <laughs> Raddick got knocked off. Saying, "Hey, these guys have figured out how to game the system. They've they've they've, they've built a program somewhere. Realize that guys are finishing really close to where they started later in the rally. Yeah, that especially makes sense. further back in the results. So sure. now, now these guys are just betting on guys but, to finish to finish where they started. Yeah, further I, back in the ranking." I get that. That's true. Like, yeah, he's, he, he nailed, you know, but to me, that just seems like that's good. That's good playing. That's right? just good that's planning. Good but strategy. he also picked Daniel Sanders to get second. Yeah. So he also like hung it out there and he's like, I think Daniel Sanders will get second today. I didn't. I don't think <laughs> I don't want to compare myself to this. The compare button is well, Raddick's already trying to figure out ways to disqualify these guys because he didn't win today. <laughs> Come on, but <laughs> which is um, not—it's unlike him. I'm, He's been and, winning, a lot. and he lost the overall lead today. So that probably really hurts. That that stings. That hurts him. But hey, Reddick, maybe you can learn something from these guys. And, yeah, you know, up your game tomorrow. It's about learning experiences. You know, if if people had it figured out, if you're right, Reddick, which I don't know if you are, then how do you explain my wife getting in the top ten? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a different game the second second week. Here. How do you explain different game? My wife getting twelfth place. I don't know. How do you explain that? It's she's a not possible. She's been listening to the podcast. Just she's yeah. been listening and judging the podcast. She told me I can't say epic anymore. Yesterday, she goes, "You say epic a lot." <laughs> I said, "Have you seen the videos and seen everyone's, where these guys are riding and understand what they're doing? It is epic. Everyone's a critic. Oh, really? Is it epic, Jesse? Is it epic?" epic is that what you're gonna say today <laughs> she's and now she's beating me she uh, got 12th epic. today yeah. all of you people that are not in 12th place you Tini feel my everyday pain now who's this in second Tin how do you say that name tunis tunis uh yeah he's tunis. From, the tunis. from the netherlands tunis from the netherlands he probably is happy that they're in the sand yep makes sense uh you know that <laughs> Netherlands has a massive Dakar following. And yes. you know, at one point I think that the, the Dutch were like the second largest country of entries in the Dakar. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Not epic. It's not epic, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I'm pumped for this guy to get up there or, or gal. I can't yep. tell what they are. And Casper, an American finally getting on the podium again, knocking off these Canadians. Yeah, we really kicked the Canadians' butt today. There's not they're Cana first Canadians in fourth place. Yeah, and he's just surrounded by Americans. So good stuff. And one guy you're not seeing very high up in the rankings is you. yours truly. You yes. again? Yes, but I, you, you improved. Know, I, from I yesterday. got on the board. I got on the board. But man, I I really did not expect Toby Price and Daniel Sanders to finish as close to where they started i thought they were gonna you know finish a little further back and either did i so yeah i i choked a little bit today finished uh i don't know back here 60 70 104th i'm twice as good as you oh i'm three times as good as you i got 31st look who finished just in front of me i hope it's scott myers radic oh yeah that's even better and you know geez he was he finished 103rd and when i compare our picks it's uh 
Yeah, we were we were pretty close. Yeah, you guys actually. both picked wrong yeah, equally. Good job. Equally wrong. Good job, everybody. I'm pumped that I'm beating people like, you know, I mean, I don't want to call people out on the radio. It's <laughs> kind of mean, but Kelly, right. Kelly Vestal beat her again. So that Chris <laughs> Vestal beat both the Vestals. Jesse just has nice. to look for people that he's beating to. I just like scrolling down Ken Durr. You know that guy? Yeah. Ken Durr. I beat him. <laughs> All right. So Dakar Fantasy Derby, there's still plenty of time to, uh, to sign up and play these last two stages and you can definitely uh, win some prizes and you know, I, I, this is kind of a new strategy that, that we're seeing like Owen, Owen pulled off a yeah, go clutch, in there and look what win today. And he, he picked 23, he picked 48 people and he got 23 of them, right? His yeah. success rate is massive. He got points on 23 <laughs> of them. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he got paid on 23 of them, right? Yeah. That's so that's really that's good. kind of the shotgun strategy, right? You just throw yeah. it out and you work for the best. I might try that tomorrow. I might just bet on everyone. I don't know how to do anything right. So I'll, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. It beat you today. <laughs> uh, go chainslayer.com slash Dakar. Sign up. If you haven't try to get in these last two stages, go to the stage, uh, derby results tab, click on the stages. You can see everybody's finishing what they get paid for. You can yep. uh, go to we've the. We've been building this thing up too. So Radic's got some cool, cool videos on there. You can find all the results from stages. You can see. You can compare where the guys have finished. So it's really kind of become a, a really good bit of source a, of info. Yeah, one stop kind of source where you can get your results, your information. You can watch the highlights, the videos, yeah. uh, all kinds of cool stuff on Chainslayer dot com. Get in there, get, in there get nerdy, get Dakar nerdy on it. It's going to be good. Um, all that's right. about all I have to talk about today. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're pretty good. And tomorrow, I think we're going to know very likely who's going to win this rally. Yeah, stay tuned for tomorrow, stage or twelve. It could come all the way to the last day in a drag race down what if the it's, beach. What if it's like thirty seconds going into this par- parade stage in the reverse order? It could be. Could be. There's no reason to think that the same thing won't happen tomorrow that happened today where the top two are still within 30 seconds because it's almost yeah. the same stage. And then it's a, and it's a drag race to the finish. That sounds terrifying. It sounds terrifying. See Toby Price and Skylar Howes just throw down. Hanging it out. Dude. All right. Good luck, boys. Get some rest. We'll talk to you, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, I guess. A couple more days. Then I can sleep in. Yes, sir. Later. Later.